0: Hello, this is December. I'm very happy to be invited on this podcast, uh, especially to talk about tracks that I don't necessarily play out in clubs or in uh, club music uh, mixes, but mostly about music that influenced me in the past or even influences me in the present. Because I think there is a lot of different ways to be influenced by music or even by other things than music. There are music, Tracks or albums that you discovered in the past that stay with you and influences what you do. But there are also things that you discovered recently that can feel like it's something that in some weird, mysterious way has been influencing you for a while, even though you didn't know these songs. I don't know if what I'm saying is making sense, but sometimes I discover music that I feel that were kind of meant for me to listen to them that I was kind of expecting or I knew it existed but I still haven't hadn't found them yet. As the case for a few of the tracks I selected tonight, there's a lot of different cases. Things I listened very early, things I listened when I was in my 20s, uh, things I discovered a few years ago or things I discovered very recently, but they all without hierarchy, influence me in the same way and have the same power and effect on me. The first track I selected, and I don't want to butcher the name because it's a Polish name and I'm not really sure how to pronounce it, but um, it's a track by this band called Ksiesic. I'm not sure I pronounce it well, but what I'd like to say about this one is um, Minimalism is always something that really touched me and has really influenced my way and my methods in making music and producing recording sounds. And I really love the fact that the less there is, the more powerful it gets, at least to me. I think it's very subjective, but on my personal um, emotions and and mind and and even the body, it has a very strong effect to just have um, a few elements and a lot of tension and mystery. And it's what really touches me in this song. second track, I selected this uh, Brian Eno little skit, because it's very short, a minute and 29 seconds. It's kind of a hit for the ambient world, I guess, so it's not very surprising. But I have to say that it's something that showed me a way of making music that wasn't really common on the radio, on the mainstream, at, at least let's say uh, mainstream um, access output of music. Just to make a 1 minute and 29 second piece of music that could be considered as a track with this very beautiful and very simple, also minimalistic uh, melody, is very important for me. I really cherish minimalism. it like this some pronounce it hate rock is maybe my favorite band in the world australian duets it's just one of the tracks i i selected but i could have selected like dozens of others because most of their songs and all of their albums are like very precious to me and it's the same thing with minimalism but also The difference with this song compared to the two first ones, I would say, is the fact that they really play on a very thin edge with being a bit cheesy sometimes, and they never cross the line to me, and I really like it. And I really like the way Jonin sings stuff that's not really the conventional way of writing lyrics. It's like a little whisper or um, a few very simple words that are getting said in a loop and are getting very hypnotic. And I think I I do kind of the same things when I record vocals. I don't really like to write lyrics, or at least I can't. I'd love to actually, but I can't really do it. So I just like whisper or mumble very simple words. I like uh, simplicity. After Otheker, is an album that really was important for me, and actually it wasn't really the Otheker album that struck me the most when I was younger, but it's um, one of these albums, a chiastic slide that I knew. I liked a few tracks, but I never really listened to it carefully from start to finish. And a friend uh, recently, a few months ago, my friend Mika, Mikaoki me that i should really listen to it carefully from the beginning to the end and i did and i already was a big fan of Otaker, but this album really created something different in the perception i had of their music with a more a less digital and less clinical sound a bit more acoustic and warm and dusty that i really like the real album that i listened to when i was a teenager the Hot album that really was a big thing for me when I was very young was Cliré um, Pétail, which uh, kind of explains a lot of things I record at the moment, I feel. the sure. track i wish we you could talk uh go plastic is uh, a scrapper album that i listened to a lot when i was a teenager actually warp artists are kind of the first um let's say un- unconventional electronic music artist i discovered when i was uh, a teenager kind of young actually i was lucky enough to be exposed by to this music Thanks to a few friends of my parents and a few magazines, especially Tracks magazine in the nineties, in the late nineties, they had a CD coming with the magazine with a selection of music that was very interesting most of the time. Actually, it's by discovering Radiohead when I was a teenager. That's one day I read an interview by um, by Tom York that was talking about Aphex Twin, and I dived into Warp Records, Universe, Planets and I bought everything I could. I bought three first records. I bought uh, trucks that was just uh, coming out from Aphex Twin. I bought um, one of the Boards of Canada album, actually the first one, Tourism, that was co-released on Scam and and Warp. And I bought um, Go Plastic from Squarepusher. And this I Wish You Could Talk track is amazing because it's this jungle beat with this kind of, I don't know, like. anger to it, balanced by a very melancholic and very sad melody that I really, really love. There is a Bowery Electric uh, song called Over and Over and it's another perfect pure beautiful example of a very short track song that is so minimalistic and so simple that it has some like has some pure purity like some pure effects on the listener that is to me some sort of magic La uh, from uh, Eric Morin and Sebastian Gantara. But released uh, on uh, music from memory. And it's a, also a perfect example of minimalism and, and, and short song that can stick in your head like an Eric Satie piano uh, song. It's just so beautiful and simple and, and touching and I would love to be able to do a track like this one day. that there is a uh, a track by this English band I discovered like just say a few months ago called uh, Bar Italia, which is uh, being released on Dean Blunt's label, which I totally fell in love with. It really reminds me of some shoegaze bands from the 90s that I discovered when I was a teenager, like My Bloody Valentine. But at the same time, there is something very kind of pop very puffy to to the way they construct the the songs and and even the lyrics, but always at the same time with this naive, very um, raw way of singing, a bit like dissonant and false all the time, which really really um, moves me a lot. of Canada a track called Happy Cycling it's a classic but it's really a track that in the first seconds of the of the song I can instantly feel such deep emotions and memories are linked to this track that it just every time takes me for eight minutes of, of daydreaming which is to me amazing as an effect and it's kind of the goal of every musician I guess. After that, I selected a Saliva track, a Belgian producer genius, I would say, who was making such a wide range of music and at the same time, everything is coherent in a weird way and, and so raw and beautiful and, and, and sensitive. I really am moved by his sensitivity and the way he makes music. And it's really a producer I've been following for years and I'm fascinated by his evolution and I'm very happy that now he finally gets the recognition he deserves and he's now producing for like a trap artist and musicians. Track After is a track I discovered very recently through a friend. Shout out to Victoria, by the way, who posted this song somewhere on social media. It's Brigitte Fontaine, Henareski-Belkassen, and it's just another example of how music can also not only be uh, melodies and instruments, but just a voice, not even a song or a voice singing, but just a voice humming something. Just like singing in a very childish way can be a beautiful piece of music, and the lyrics are so poetic that to me has a bigger effect on me than than very sophisticated and demonstrative songs.
1: Je mourrais près d'une source que je n'aurais pas aimé Je mourrai dans une course, je n'aurais pas bougé C'est la chanson que l'on chante quand l'espérance est couchée C'est la chanson très méchante que le diable m'a donnée Pour bien faire, la sais, tous les desperados Qui se suicidés Deux, trois coups dans le dos J'aimais dans les hirondelles Quand les reverrai je enfin La mer et les mirabelles Vent chaud et le jasmin les dans, dans le cou Les levées de soleil Les petits rendez-vous Et les nuits sans sommeil Je mourrai près d'une source que je, je n'aurais n'aurai pas aimée. Je mourrai dans une course, je n'aurais pas bougé. C'est la chanson que l'on chante quand l'espérance couche. C'est la chanson très méchante que le diable m'a donné. Pour bien faire danser. La 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 la. les espéras La 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 la. Qui se sont suicides. La 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 De trois coups dans le dos.
0: A pan-sonic track called Réuna Alloué. I hope I pronounce it well beautiful example of how electronic music can be that mysterious and that fine on this line between sound design field recording soundscapes music it's just it's almost music i like to say that sometimes in french presque music but it's almost not music but it's also totally music it's just like a soundscape which without being openly melodic to me has a bigger impact on the listener at least on me when i listen to it than very sophisticated or academic melodies and to me it's also kind of magic it's so mysterious how such a simple and mysterious song with not intentional melodies or way of constructing harmonies can be so musical like can can have such a music strength to it The last song I selected is a, actually kind of a jazz song. It's a piano player I've always loved, called Bill Evans. American piano player, very melancholic, very mysterious and elegant. A guy that's been recording like hundreds of records, either in bands, either alone. And this particular track, it goes a little bit away from jazz and kind of approaches the debussy Satie territory, being way more Uh, naive and simple a lot of silence between notes to me it's just pure emotion and sadness and to me it's a way of describing when somebody asks me what makes a song or a music track emotional to me it just takes that it can sound simple but it's actually the most complicated thing to do to take away elements to just keep the gore what makes uh, an emotion on a, on someone so here you go it was uh, 13 tracks uh, approximately one hour that I kind of randomly selected because it's so hard to pick music that influences you it's like when friends ask you your top 10 films it's just impossible to find it the list the perfect list doesn't exist So I really wanted to have like a wide range of examples and I'm pretty happy with it. I think it kind of, I hope it will give you like some clues about what uh, really built the way I make music and the relationship I have to sounds and music. So uh, thank you very much uh, Constantin for the invitation, bye bye.